The following program is for informational and educational purposes only. This program does not replace medical, mental health, or psychological diagnosis and treatment prescribed by your personal physician, psychologist, therapist, or other health care provider. Please consult your provider for diagnosis and care before beginning or changing any program or idea discussed. Welcome to Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated with host Kristen Harper. She's here to give you those extra tips that you don't always get from other health and wellness programs. Kristen has all the bases covered and just a bit more. Now, here is your host, Kristen Harper. This is Kristen Harper, radio show host. My show is Tips to Keep You Healthy, Happy, and Motivated on voiceamerica.com on the health and wellness channel. And Voice America is the largest live internet radio network in the world. And I have a very special guest. It's definitely an honor to have him on my show, and it's Eunice, and I'll have him pronounce his last name. And he is a human rights defender and activist for Palestine. So we will be talking about a lot today. We will be talking about uh, President Trump and uh, his his speech that he gave, and that, that has led to a, a huge upsurge of violent attacks against the Palestinians. We will talk about the situation in West Bank, in Palestine. We will talk about Eunice's uh, personal story involving the uh, Israeli government. We will talk about Dismantle the Ghetto Campaign and so much more. I have a lot of questions for him. And what I'd like to do now, and then and then if you could just make sure you uh, stay all the way to the end of the show because I will be talking about giving some updates and then also talking about you can find Eunice. He's very popular. I've been following him on Facebook and he has many followers. So you can follow him at facebook.com forward slash that's Eunice Y-O-U-N-E-S dot A-R-A-R and then also you can find him on Twitter which is twitter.com forward slash A-R-A-R-Y-O-U-N-E-S. And what I'd like to do is go over his biography, but I'd like to read it because he's done so much for Palestine, and it's definitely an honor to interview him. And if you go to my radio show page for this episode, you will find his uh, guest uh, picture as well as his biography that you can read there as well. So, Eunice is a human rights, and actually, let me bring him on, and then I'll go over his biography, but uh, Eunice, welcome to my radio show. I'm honored to be invited by you, Kristen. Oh, thank you so much, and would you be able to let my listeners know how do you pronounce your last name? A-R-A-R, Arar. Arar, okay. And so he, so Eunice is a human rights defender and activist for Palestine. Uh, his presence Occupation as a general director of international relations and media in the Colonization and Wall Resistance Commission. And again, you can follow him on Facebook, Eunice, Y-O-U-N-E-S dot A-R-A-R, or you can follow him on Twitter as well, the A-R-A-R, Eunice, Y-O-U-N-E-S. Uh, again, it's I'm so excited to have you on my show, Eunice. I'm honored, I'm honored Kirsten, to be on the show. And I, I just encourage my listeners to follow you because he's always providing good content and letting people know what's presently going on in Palestine. 
Uh, so um, I'm, I'm really impressed with your biography. You're amazing. You've done so much to help the Palestinians. Uh, would you be able to let my listeners know the situation presently? The situation, not only in Hebron, but actually in everywhere in occupied Palestine, the uh, colonial project is expanding uh, in a huge pace. Uh, uh, um, they are uh, stealing uh, mountaintops in every area uh, with one or two colonists but who are heavily guarded by uh, Zionist Israeli occupation soldiers to steal more of Palestinian land. Even this land, yes, we are under occupation, but this land also, it's, uh, it has documents that it's owned by this family or that family. So they are moving towards not only the, the, the public land, but the private Palestinian land, privately owned Palestinian land. In Hebron, for example, let's say, let's talk about the heart of Hebron, the old town of Al-Khali city. Now, this old, this old town, it's approximately one square kilometer and it has, in between and around, more than 100 military checkpoints and roadblocks in this very small area. And all these restrictions were put there only for Palestinians to restrict Palestinians' freedom of movement at all levels. You try to imagine that Palestinian school little school boys and girls must daily go through these heavily armed military checkpoints, have their bags checked by, by heavily armed soldiers, and being under the threat and attack by armed colonists, colonists, settlers. And you'd be surprised if I tell you that most of these colonists living in this area are Americans. And they are very extreme. They are calling day and night, not just to expel Palestinians, but to kill them. Do you believe it that from October 2015 until now, more than 35 Palestinian children were executed at these military checkpoints and roadblocks by the soldiers and by the colonists. And many of these executions, field executions, were captured on videos by Palestinian activists showing that these children have shown absolutely no threat. They were just killed because they are Palestinian. In addition to the non-stop attack by soldiers and colonists to Palestinian homes inside this old uh, town. Now, inside this old town, there are 400 Palestinian colonists in total. They are controlling the lives of 120,000 Palestinians, not only inside the old town, but in, in all Hebron city. And each colonist and the number of soldiers who are guarding these illegal colonists are double in number. 
and they are there only to provide protection to these illegal colonists who have come to this area and took Palestinian houses inside this area at gunpoint, starting of, from 1980 onwards. And this old town, it was the most active Palestinian commercial uh, market in those banks. Imagine that. The most active in those banks. And now it is 100% dead. All 800 Palestinian shops inside this area are blocked by Zionist occupation, Zionist Israeli occupation uh, forces since for the last 20 years. No Palestinians allowed to open a shop. The whole area is blocked for Palestinians. So it's, it's, a, it's a living tragedy uh, inside this area. That's why we launched a campaign called Dismantle the Ghetto. Because these Palestinians have been forced to live in a ghetto. And why a ghetto? To remind Jews that they were living in ghettos, mainly in Europe. And they were going through such suffering. Now they are causing this suffering to Palestinians, to indigenous Palestinians living in this area, I mean, in, uh, in Hebron, in the old town of Hebron. I remember one story, and this story is uh, terribly heartbroken, breaking. It was like three years ago. There was a fire started in one of the Palestinian homes inside the closed area, the blocked area. And, of course, the, 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 the family started to call for help. So, the of course, the fire started because of the electric error inside the house. So... They called the fire brigade, Palestinian fire brigade, immediately responded. But it was stopped, and there's a video uh, recording this. The, 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 the fire brigade was stopped by the Israeli occupation soldiers at the military checkpoint and was not allowed in to help the family. Meanwhile, the house was burning, and the family was burning. And some people tried to save whoever inside the house. So they, they tried to carry the kids. And, of course, to reach outside, to reach the hospital, they have to go to the military checkpoint. But the military checkpoint delayed them. In 30 minutes, excuse them, three little children were killed by the fire. Aged four to seven years old from the same family. Why? because of the military procedures imposed by Zionist occupation soldiers on the old town of Al-Khalid city, Hebron. So this is just a small part of what Palestinians inside that area have to go through day and night, day and night, non-stop attack. Imagine that all Palestinian homes inside that area have become like jails because the families have iron bars on the windows and doors to protect their homes and families from the non-stop attacks by the colonists who are always guarded and escorted 
by Zionist occupation soldiers. See, according to the international humanitarian law, those under occupation are supposed to be protected and their properties protected by those occupying them. In our case, occupation soldiers and the colonists, the Jewish colonists, are attacking Palestinians, Palestinian citizens, not only in Hebron, but everywhere. So this is just a small dose of uh, a small place in occupied Palestine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, um, it's, so it's heart- heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. My heart just breaks for the Palestinians that are suffering. Uh, but, it's, you know, the, the, the disaster, it's happening on daily basis. It's happening second by second, minute by minute. And it's all reported on daily basis, on social media and everything. Yet, deepening silence of the international community. And here when I say international community, I'm talking about the regime. It's absolutely disgraceful. So my question, my question, my question to you is: Why is the world quiet? Why has nothing been done? This has been going on way too long. Actually, I think the world is asleep. Many, I, have, I have many explanations. Explanation number one: See, Zionist occupation entity, so-called Israel was created and was invented and created on Palestinian land in Palestinian homes by Europe, mainly Britain, and America back in 1948. And it was meant to be a frontline military base for these countries to use to break the Middle East. I mean, by breaking the Middle East, to, to, keep, it, to keep the Middle East weak, and when it is required to strike somewhere, Zionist occupation soldiers are used whether by Europe or by America. And this is happening now. Striking Lebanon, striking Syria, striking areas in Iraq, striking, you know, they are striking on behalf, even starting war on behalf of America and Europe. So it's their interest. It's their frontline military base in the Middle East. That's number one. Number two, it has full protection by the American uh, administration at all levels. We are here talking about political protection. We are talking about funding the, the Zionist occupation army. We are talking about uh, uh, funding uh, uh, economic, economic projects. We are talking about media support, full media support. The American media is 100% biased when it comes it's, to Palestine. It's so true. It's so true. 100%. Yep. 100%. Yes. So it has the full support of number one power in the whole world. That's America, which is supposed to protect democracy all over the world. But actually it's not doing when it comes to Palestine. It's reinforcing the Zionist occupation entity, to kill more of Palestinians, to steal more of Palestinian land and properties. This is what's happening. And still, we thought that if Trump goes 
the situation will change. It did not actually, because the attack has escalated even more when Trump was was there. So, so would you would um, the American administration? Would you be able to talk about that? And we I mentioned about uh, Trump's speech that was back in I think it was 2017, and how there's been an upsurge in attacks. Would you be able to talk about that? Trump, Trump has broken the international law when it comes to Palestine and have given the Zionist occupation Israeli entity a green light to attack as much as they can, to steal as much land as they can. And the colonization project, the colonial project has escalated during Trump's time because they had the green light from America to do whatever they want. Imagine, imagine, Kirsten. That the day when they celebrated the removal of the American embassy from Tel Aviv to occupy Jerusalem, which was uh, 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 patronized and uh, the guests of honor was where uh, Ivanka Trump, her husband Kushner, the deceased uh, Sheldon Adelson, that very day with the whistle trading and drinking champagne. In Jerusalem, 57 Palestinian citizens were killed that very specific day in Gaza and in the West Bank. Meanwhile, Ivanka and the surrounding were drinking champagne while Palestinians being tortured by Zionist uh, occupation uh, soldiers. So Trump has given them a big green light. And they carried on with the silence of the international community, complete silence, deepening silence, unbelievable silence. And they were going on with their plans because Trump adopted literally their project. Whatever they uh, planned, he adopted. So, and he thought if Trump changes, the situation would be a little bit different, maybe Less harsh, but actually, no, it did not. It did not stop, it escalated. Uh, Now, I'm talking about meantime. And we come to conclusion, actually, of experience of the past administration and this administration. It's it's a double face, uh, you know, with the same coin. Trump was very harsh and rude. Biden is soft. He's, he has softer tone. And, uh, but actually, he did nothing since he started until now, or his administration, to ease the suffering of Palestinians, or to put a limit and stop Zionist occupation plans, colonial plans. And since they have started until now, they are talking all the time about the two-state solution. What fucking two-state solution? I mean, we have become separate islands. During the past four years, they have changed us into separate islands. We have about 800 military checkpoints dismembering all Palestinian cities, villages, towns from each other. That's number one. In addition of all these colonies and um, uh, colonial outposts and military outposts, dismembering literally Palestinian communities, villages, and towns from each other. We... There's no one 
can travel out of his own village or community without going through two or three military checkpoints or going by three or four uh, colonies. We are literally in separate islands. And that was the exact point of the deal of the century. That's the goal. That's the main goal. Turning Palestinian communities into separate islands and ghettos. And it's happening. Yeah, it's we awful. It, the, the suffering is just so awful, and I've been following you and other activists on Facebook, and I just like you see all these homes being demolished and children being arrested and uh, deaths, and it, it's it's just awful. And I, I'm just surprised that it's been going on for so long. This should have stopped a long time ago. Uh, and what I like about Yunus too is he's all about nonviolent activities, you know, as far as like protests and stuff, nonviolence, and. Um, Eunice, I want to ask you, I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel that this year, it could even be next year, that Palestine will be free. How do you feel about that? I First feel it's coming. We believe, yeah, we believe about nonviolence. We believe that it's the most human, civilized way to protest. Yet, even we are nonviolent, we are killed during protests. We are attacked, we are beaten, we are uh, arrested. Even we are nonviolent. And it's all on the social media, it's all very clear. And uh, about free Palestine, we are, we Palestinians, we are full of hope. That's why we are still standing. And we believe that we will become free one day, sooner or later. Of course, we hope that we become free next year, but I doubt. I doubt that. <coughs> because everything happening on the ground is 100% the contrary of this uh, hope. How can we have uh, a viable, uh, geographic contiguous Palestinian state while we are living in details. Mm-hmm. It, cannot, it cannot happen. We mm-hmm. are living in details. There is no geographic continuity between Palestinian land. If you fight in 1967, according to the international law, where the Palestinian state is supposed to be uh, created. And that's 21% of Palestinian land of total Palestinian land. Total Palestinian land, including 1948, 20, uh, 27 uh, kilometers square. The land occupied in 1967 is about 5,600 square kilometers. And we have accepted that. But they have break, broken every and each resolution made by the, the United Nations and or the Security Council and or the, 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 the international courts. You know, they have broken every single agreement sponsored by the equators, for example, like Oslo. So how, how are we going to have this state where 
where? If the colonies and if the, 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 the colonies and uh, colonial outposts and military outposts are everywhere in occupied Palestine. I'm talking about 1967 borders. Where are we supposed to make this free uh, state? Who's going to force Zionist occupation into so-called Israel to abide by the international law? Mm -hmm. Just go back like a few days when the, 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 the ICC... Oh, yes, ICC. Uh -huh. uh, de de decided, decided to stop an investigation. In wait, 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 wait a second here. So this, this investigation by the ICC, they were supposed to investigate, they actually just decided to stop recently? No, no, they did not decide to stop. Actually, they have sent a letter today to the okay. occupation. And it's that they are, they are stopping. But no, this is not the point. I'm talking that. When they decided to start an investigation, who protested against this decision? America. America has protested against justice. Why do you want us, Palestinians, to die silently, to have our land stolen silently, to have our uh, properties stolen silently? Do you want us to die in silence? You don't want us even to protest. You don't want even... And international investigations start to achieve justice. But this, why? You are destroying Syria under claims of human rights and whatever shit, and you have brought Syria to the ground. And you have brought Iraq to the ground under same claims of human, defending people's human rights. And you have destroyed Libya under the same claims. And you have attacked Serbia, Yugoslavia, under the same claims. So you are noticing all these violations of human rights while uh, you don't see the violations of human rights by Zionist occupation entity, so-called Israel? Why you are not using power against Israel? Are we additional people on this planet? We don't, we don't deserve to live in, in, uh, in dignity and justice and freedom? So it's, uh, you know, it's outrageous. It's outrageous. What's happening here is outrageous. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Are they above the international law? Are they better people than the rest of the world? Are they better humans than the rest of the world? Why? And it yes, why? Yeah. They are and, and getting I away with every crime they make. They are getting away with every crime, war crime they make. Imagine, imagine that. And it's a statistic. Almost every two days, one Palestinian child is killed by Zionist occupation soldiers. Since the year 2000 until now. One child, every two days. Why? Are their children better than ours? Are the world's children better than ours? No. Right, we all have so human rights. We're all equal. Yeah, we're supposing yes. Yeah, and, yes. and, and yeah, I, I want to say that I feel it's more of these evil governments than it is the people. Because here in America, like I'm a freedom fighter, and there's a lot of freedom fighters that stand for freedom and limited government. But the problem is, are these evil governments? I'm not even happy with my government here in America. I have not been happy with Trump. I have not been happy with Biden. We need change here in America. 
you know, such people and group you are referring to who are fighting for freedom, for freedom. And they are great human rights defenders. And they have been great help to us to expose what Zionist occupation forces and colonies are doing to Palestinians. They have been great help. They have, they have been like the alternative media of the mainstream media. Because, as you know, the mainstream media, not only in America, but generally in the West, is 100% biased. So this, the, the, the social media was a great alternative for us to show what's happening here and to tell the world about uh, war crimes done by the occupation entity. And all these people and these groups are these freedom fighters, the human rights defenders, all over the world who are supporting Palestinian cause. Yes, there's I've a lot of people. Job to expose yep. what's happening. Yes. To expose what's happening here, to expose Zionist occupation entity, so-called Israel, about what's happening here, and to explain our situation. And the BDS and everything, this is very great. This is great. And great help to us. Yet, in spite of all this loud voice made by these freedom fighters uh, and justice fighters, uh, yet the international uh, community or the international, mainly in the West, still are very slow, very slow in moving towards achieving justice here. I'll give you an incident happened a few days ago, uh, just uh, as an example. Uh, did you hear about Homsa community in, in the Jordan Valley? Yes. Now, okay, now this Homsa community, it was bulldozed since November, last November 2020, until now, six times in a row, it was destroyed. The whole community, and it has 34, it has about 85 children. It was bulldozed, then rebuilt by Palestinian actors, then bulldozed, then rebuilt, then bulldozed six times. And about a month ago, representatives of the EU have took with them some aid to this community, including tents and everything. And you know what happened? Zionist occupation. Soldiers, Israeli soldiers, have stormed the area again and stolen, dismantled the tents given by the EU and stole the tents and also stole the car, brought the tents, while the EU representatives were still there, planted them. This is how they, this is how they make fun of the international community, of Europe. Yeah, it's, um, I am so disgusted how the Palestinians have been treated. It's so wrong. There's been so much suffering. And so, uh, Eunice, I want you to, I want to ask you about this because uh, I've been speaking with quite a few of the uh, Palestinians and it seems like a lot of them are suffering without, with like limited food. There's uh, toxic water, especially at the Gaza Strip. Uh, there's limited electricity. And some of the Gaza activists are telling me that the money's being stolen. There's a lot of aid that's being provided to the Palestinians, but they're telling me that the Israeli and Palestinian leaders are stealing the money. Is that true? And it's not getting to the people, the Palestinians? Okay, now here, see, 
we are under siege, not only in Gaza, but also in the West Bank. All Palestine, all occupied Palestine under siege. You know, when Trump took over, the uh, occupation entity, so-called Israel, stopped transferring Palestinian money to Palestinian authorities. For example, I'm giving you an example. And this is Palestinian money, Palestinian taxes money. And for nine months, we did not have our salaries as employees, as, you know, we are working. So for nine months, we did not have our salaries. Zero. And this is part of the siege imposed on Palestinians by America mainly. Then in Gaza, you know, Gaza is being blocked for, for, for two decades. And uh, Palestinian people in Gaza are living in hell. Uh, yes, they're suffering so much. They're suffering. Yeah, they don't have food. I, I've been, I've, I, yeah, I've been helping a lot of Gazans like with donations, but I'm talking like they're hungry. Uh, they're not getting the food, you know. They're they're limited food, and uh, I, I feel so bad for them. Limited resources at all levels. Limited resources at all levels. And the worst, they are ruled by, now they are, under, they are ruled by Hamas in Gaza. And uh, this is part of the reason why uh, international community, mainly in Europe and America, they are imposing more, uh, more procedures against Palestinians in Gaza, of course, using uh, Zionist occupation entities. So, yes, they are living in hell, with no doubt. The toxic water, very high toxicity. Uh, and uh, very limited resources in Gaza. Uh, no trade, no nothing. No sources of income. I know. Uh, yes, they, they, it's, it's terrible what they, are going, what they are going through. And what's happening here is no less, by the way, maybe a little bit better than in Gaza, but it's not that much. You know, and for example, let's talk about vaccination. We are under occupation, and according to the international law, occupiers must provide protection and uh, all means of life to those under occupation. That's international law. And here we are having pandemic. The whole world is having pandemic. And Israel so-called Israel, Zionist occupation entity, was the first country to get millions of vaccinations. And they are blocking every way to get our vaccination. Why they are supposed to provide all these vaccinations. But what they are doing, if Palestinians try to uh, uh, import some vaccinations, they block the entry of these vaccinations. They took days or even more to, to allow these vaccinations end. But in principle, they are supposed to provide these vaccinations. Most of the Zionist occupation entities, so-called Israel, have been vaccinated. While we are not. Why? And the whole world is, uh, the whole world knows that they have been vaccinated and Palestinians are not. Hey, and, and Eunice, guess what? See, my my uh, my backgrounds in health and wellness, and 
I actually think it's a blessing. You know why? Because I actually feel that these vaccinations are toxic and they can cause side effects and harm people. And I've been, I've been researching these vaccines for a long time. And I think I actually feel that they're dangerous. Yeah, you know, some people believe the same. Some people, maybe I am like you. Maybe I believe what you believe. But I'm talking about the right of being vaccinated. I'm talking yeah. about the right. I'm talking yeah, about the, yes. the legal issues, right. the human rights issues. Right, yeah. Yeah. And so... so it's not happening. For example, why do they want... Uh, you spoke about water. You know, we have uh, an occupied Palestine, Palestinian land occupied in 1967. That's recognized by the international community as occupied Palestine under occupation. You know, we have zero control over our resources. Zero. We don't have resources. Because they control all our natural resources, including water. We have enough water if we have control over our water. But actually, we have to buy our water from them and pay double what they pay, what, they, what their subjects pay. We pay about $2 or $1.8 per one cubic meter. And the Palestinian is, each Palestinian is entitled for 10 liters of water per day. While every colonist, Jewish settler, is entitled for about 100 per day. But actually, in summertime, we receive, for example, my son, we receive water once a week. Mm-hmm. That's why if you ever come to Palestine, we have water tanks on top of our homes. So in this one day, we try to store water in this tank. Sometimes, me personally, I wake up, and I want to wash my face, and there's no water to, to even to wash my face. Oh, no. Oh, no, it's awful. Can you, can you imagine that? I know, it's, it's awful. It's happening, and, it, it happens every, every winter, you know? Every winter. It happens yeah. every summer, I mean. I know, it's awful. And so, Eunice, we're almost at the end of my show, and I need to let you go, but if you could, uh, just real quick, because I had no idea that these colonists, I mean, I know that they're Jewish, but you're saying that there's also some uh, Americans, like extremists? There's some Americans. We are Jewish. Oh, yes. First, we are occupied. We are occupied by Jewish, by Jews. Yes. Yes. Zionist Jews, to be specific. Yes. Yes. Zionist Jews. Now, most of the colonists, for example, your ex-ambassador, he is still ambassador of America and Israel, so-called David Friedman. He is, he is a Zionist Jew, one of the most extreme, one of the most, again, extreme colonist, he is, and his daughter is serving in the Israeli army, and he has a house in uh, Beit East Colony in Ramallah, mm-hmm. and that's your ambassador, and he, he was and still one of the most extreme voices calling to die all Palestinian land. 
Mm-hmm. And that's your ambassador, mm-hmm. an official person, mm-hmm. who's supposed to be a diplomat. Mm-hmm. But he's acting like an extreme Jewish colonist, mm-hmm. trying to steal Palestinian land and property. Broad daylight. And he's not ashamed to, to hide this. He's not ashamed to hide this. In Hebron, most of the colonists, most of the extreme, have you ever heard about the Ibrahim Mosque massacre? Yes. You did? It, it yes, was I, by I, one I've, of the I've, I've been doing a lot of research and talking to a lot of Palestinians. It was done by one of these colonists who is uh, originally from America. And he was a doctor, a physician. And he killed about 29 people while, while they were praying. And guess what? They made a shrine to him next to the Ibrahimi Mosque. Well, uh, Eunice, it's been an honor to have you on my show. I appreciate everything, all your work you've been doing to make a difference, helping the Palestinians and uh, fighting for freedom for Palestine. And uh, I have to let you go, but... For like the next couple minutes, any last comments from my listeners before you go? Yes, sure. I, I, uh, I first thank you for inviting me and for uh, give, giving me this chance to address the American uh, people. I know the American people are, uh, I know the media have uh, always provided wrong information about what's happening to Palestine. I'm urging them to go on social media and search for more uh, information uh, and search for other information, actually. And uh, one uh, last message. I know a lot of American people are suffering, and many of them are homeless and poor and not even able to find their food. Uh, While their tax money, billions of dollars, are sent to so-called Israel to kill and steal, to kill Palestinians and steal their land. Yeah, and so true. you have to know, Americans must know that their money true. should be used for them, yes. to serve them, yes. to solve their problems, whether yes. it's housing problems, food problems, health problems, whatever, but not to be sent to a hostile country that was created on people's land and homes to kill them, to kill True. more of them. Yes, we you, need to stop. Money, we, True. We need to stop the money from you know, going to Israel. Absolutely. And what, um, what news, what, what, where do you, what do you recommend as far as the news of trustworthy news that people can learn more about, you know, what's going on with uh, Palestine? Do you recommend any uh, news sources? Actually, there's uh, on on social media. There's a lot of uh, active groups like uh, uh, BDS movement, like uh, uh, what else? Um, uh, boycott groups. Uh, there are a lot of them on social media, like Electronic Intifada, like. Uh, uh, Middle East, uh, what's that? Uh, MP, yeah. uh, Middle East, uh, 
shit. Sorry. No, <laughs> okay. the name. Uh, well, what I, what, Oh, go ahead. I, there's a lot of Facebook groups, too, because I've joined a lot of the Facebook groups. But I, I, I think the best place to go is to follow you. You have really good content. And there's one, one, there's one important, actually, one important uh, international group. It's called, uh, I, I, uh, um, what's that, uh, uh, International Solidarity Group. Is it the International Solidarity Group. Was it like the... International uh, Solidarity. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in addition to many groups, actually, sometimes I, I try to recall and to call also and to follow uh, some Palestinian uh, human rights organizations such as Damir, it's internationally known, such as, uh, um, yeah, Damir. Uh, that's very, very important source of information yeah. and it's uh, reliable by the international NGOs. By the international organizations, okay. uh, other organizations actually. Okay. There are a lot. And, and, and um, we're at the end of my show. I only have a few minutes left, but thank you so much for coming on my show and making a difference. You're amazing, and uh, keep up the good work. Thank you, and thanks a lot to you for opening this window for me to speak and address people in America, and uh, you yourself and your program and uh, your associates and friends in this uh, radio station thing. Uh, keep up the good work and thanks a lot for everything you are doing for human rights and justice not only for Palestine but everywhere including in America okay you take care many blessings to you and and uh, thank you and listeners uh, if you would like to learn more about me I have two websites perfecthealthconsultingservices.com I offer hair analysis quantum biofeedback nest health and brainwave entrainment if you'd like to and I also have a speaking website kristenharperspeaks.com I'm a health and wellness speaker if you'd like to be a sponsor of the show you can send me an email to kristen at kristenharperspeaks.com I can send you a voice america package we have different um uh, packages available to meet your needs and it will benefit your business because we reach a lot of people on the network or you can make a donation to Kristen at perfecthealthconsultingservices.com uh, through PayPal to help me to continue my show. I've been on the network for about three and a half years and um, also I did a speech recently for an online event and if you would like to watch my speech go to getyourmojoback.me getyourmojoback.me and I talked about how to overcome trauma, PTSD, and narcissistic abuse. And I also set up a campaign to help the Palestinians suffering at the Gaza Strip. Uh, you can, I have a Facebook group if you'd like to join at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash donate to the Gaza Strip. And also, if you'd like to make a donation to help the Palestinians, I have a GoFundMe page. You can go to gofundme.com forward slash F forward slash Palestinians dash R dash suffering dash at dash the dash Gaza Strip. And uh, also, uh, and why do I bring up freedom? Because we're talking about freedom today and the freedom of Palestine. And why do I bring up freedom? Because uh, if we don't have freedom, we can't live a healthy life. Our health will decline. And I stand for freedom, uh, natural health, and also spirituality. And actually, all three are the universal truths. And when we're talking about um, we we're talking about this conflict today. I really see it more as there's good people in every country, but the problem is are these evil governments. That That's the problem. And I, I, I stand for the freedom of Palestine. Thanks for tuning in. Wishing all of you a healthy and happy week. 
Thank you for being a part of the show this week. Tips to keep you healthy, happy, and motivated with your host, Kristen Harper, can be heard live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Kristen can't wait to speak again next week.